psyched you out, didn't I? You can't go to Egypt. Not yet. I wish this day had come so fast. You see, I truly wanted your pain to last. <laughs> face up, face up, face down. Attack or defend. Face up, face down. This battle's to the end. Face up, face down. Stay on guard. Face up. Hello. Welcome to Pod of Three, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaivacorp. I'm Dan, a.k.a. Karibo Defense. Mmm, baby! Hey, I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Arms 2017. <laughs> God, I'm Max, a.k.a. Seven-Armed Friend. Ah! Special guest, reveal yourself. And I am Jake, a.k.a. Jakey Ander, the Mediocre. Okay! Okay. <laughs> the pretty decent. The pretty okay. J- Jake the just fine. The like, kind of all right, you know? Jake the here. Jake the there. <laughs> Jake the with us today on Pot of Greed, the podcast. How are you doing? I'm all right. How about you? Again, fine. It's daylight. I'm awake. I'm alert. I'm alive. Just I love that Taylor Swift song, Daylight. Okay. I'm bringing my Brandon already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a nice crisp 11 a.m. morning here. I love to see it. I love that the sun's on a different side. The light is flowing mm-hmm. into my room differently, and it's just like, I don't know, it's a whole different vibe. I mean, technically, during the summer, we even when we record at 9 p.m., we are still recording during daylight because the sun doesn't go down until 11. So that's true. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. Like, we're at the point. Obviously, it's in like the middle of summer. The days are starting to get shorter now, but like. I go out at 9, even like 9.30, and there's still a bit in the sky, and it's like, oh, this is nice. It's like, I just want to live where it's always sun. I'm sure that'll be fine for my brain. It's lovely. It's, yeah, it's fine. I'm sure it's not that bad in the winter. I'm sure it doesn't just, you don't live with, like, dread every single day of your life. It is definitely a lot nicer when you live in a country that has air conditioning. That's just true in general, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm, I mean, like, if we had air conditioning, we never it, like, never gets above, like, 20 degrees centigrade, which is, like, I don't know, fucking 70 Fahrenheit, who knows, whatever. God, God um, I wish that were me. That sounds perfect. Yeah, but then I have seasonal depression every year because I don't see the sunshine. Damn. Um, Because I wake up at 4pm and that's when the sun goes down, so, you know, it's fine. Hey, do you want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Hey, we finished fucking Capsule Monsters. We yeah. did it, folks, Thank we did God. it, we got there. The evil is defeated. The in, evil in, is in defeated. In several ways. I'm... I'm very sad you'll never get to hear the very good dub voices again. I am elated, Dan. I am so happy. Okay, okay. So since uh, since we're speaking of lasts, since this is the last time I'll like hear the Yu-Gi-Oh theme song, I do want to give a quick shout out to like the epic slap bass breakdown, which is very good. Oh yeah, like the. That's the honestly listening to that has been like the best part of Capsule Monsters. Yeah, it's made it all worth it. You know, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday about, he just like messaged me out of the blue. He was like, you know, it's kind of crazy how the Pokemon theme song got so popular. And I would think about it, and it's usually like, it's usually American songs for American shows that get really popular. You know, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song or what have you, or Adventure mm-hmm. Time, or the other way around, or like Japanese songs or Japanese TV shows. But you don't usually get like an iconic hit that's an American song for a Japanese show or vice versa. I don't know. There's mm. the, the One Piece rap. I mean, that's mm. also four kids is the thing. <laughs> like four kids is four kids knew how to make a song slap is the thing. 
The thing is, Sasuke really is did. pretty cool. And yeah, Sakura, the famous American the theme song of Here I Stand and My Ninja Clan. <laughs> we all know that from American TV. From, from America. Of America. Sakura, um, Amer- America beautiful. from Gundam. <laughs> yeah, America just like in Gundam. <laughs> Speaking of Gundam. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. That's this episode. So they're in space and then they start fighting with giant robots and there's lasers everywhere and then we get slightly existential. So it's basically the same. <laughs> Yukio said wow cool oh, robot. <laughs> Yukio said wow cool robot. Uh what's the name of this first episode, please? No idea. I think it's called like the true king.com or something. The true king yeah. episode the one. True Thanks, Jake. The true king part <laughs> one. Um yeah, so they're in space. Uh, sorry, I, uh, I'm i probably possibly only one who have notes. Jake, do you have notes? I have notes. Oh, okay. I have a little bit of notes. I just okay, watched okay. it and didn't take notes. Uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll try and keep us on track. So we are including in space. Shadi is here and is like, it's time to do, 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 do. So, yeah. um, yeah, Shadi says some stuff. We get like a little bit of a flashback to Alexander the Great. Turns out he did pass the trials, but then he got to the door and like the door wouldn't let him in because he's like too much of an asshole to be allowed to have the power. Um, we get his like servant bodyguard people are like introduced. They're kind of here for the rest of the episodes. His D and D party. His D and D party. His his like fire emblem companions. He starts growling like a dog when he gets really mad that the door says you're not epic enough to pass through here. Yeah, it's a very interesting voice acting choice here. <laughs> He gets so mad that, like, he turns into two people and then gets trapped in the pyramid. You ever get so mad that you, like, split your soul in twain? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what happens whenever I go on Twitter. In my notes, I put that uh, if there was a subversion, he definitely blacked out and killed his friends. Oh, 100%. I was was watching it and I was like, oh, yeah, but that's what happened. Nope, there's no sub. But if there was... I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm convinced that when they animated this, they animated it with, like, a dummy script that would have been in Japanese, which is why the jokes still land in the exact same awkward, stilted way that's clearly overriding something normal in Japanese, and they definitely had a scene where, like, Alexander's evil half goes sicko mode and kills his Fire Emblem friends. We just don't get to see it. Yeah, sure. I really don't think that was ever animated. Um, thing costs money. Um... Damn. Four kids give money to anyone? Four kids had so much money in the mid two thousands though. Do you think they give it away? I think that I think that they buried it and they called it One Piece. I I know they've commissioned I know, let's see, this there's this that got commissioned. I think season three of Sonic X and was Orange Islands a Four Kids exclusive? I think Oh damn. I don't know actually. No, I think that or was that just anime exclusive? No, I think that was just anime exclusive. All right. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Pokemon! Uh, yeah, oh, okay, Orange cool. Island was like this anime-specific arc of Pokemon. It's, it's like it's like Pokemon, the way they go to Alola before Alola existed. Yeah, pretty um, much. But yeah, anyway. Cool! Shadi makes Alex and Yuki duel. Yep. Or play capsule monsters even. Yep. Okay, so this is this this is for you, Sarah. Um the the sort of like arena they're in is this weird, like sort of uh pseudo ancient medieval-ish village. It looks exactly the same as the Fire Emblem Three Houses map when you're defending um Garrig Mock, like right before the time skip. Did you know, like catch this at all? It kind of 
Yeah, yeah, it kind of, well, there's, yeah, there's like a big central pathway thing, and then there's buildings on either side of it, and you kind of just kind of go down there, and then there's a, there's all the, if you're playing on the, on the, on the, on the red team for Fire Emblem, there's big golem robots, which we have here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I look, I look over, the, they sort of like pan the camera, where I was like, oh, that's where I fought Hubert, and, and that's where the, the Black Knight showed up, and he kicked my ass. Yeah. So you show Hubert, and you say, hello, Hubert. Let's kiss, because you're a Ferdinand Fire Emblem. Um... <laughs> So yeah, Shadi tells them the rules. He's in the sky like Noah. Um Just like Noah. Just like Noah. Uh yeah, he's in the sky. He's like, You can use all the capsules that you've collected over the arc to like play and everyone like summons their monsters and, and stuff like that. Oh also all of Alexander's friends slash bodyguards appear. Um and they have monsters as well. I like these I wish there was like a separate anime. I wish there was a separate anime about all of Alexander's bodyguard friends. I think that would be cool. They're cool. They have the cool monsters. They have like Dark Jeroid is there. Like they got the, they got the good stuff. Yeah. And I I love that as this starts because you know Shadi opens the game or whatever and he's like the rules of this trial are simple: kick each other's ass, and that's all. There's no rules. He literally just says, "Put your monsters out. Go get them." Yeah, I'm so mad. Like this is not. I miss dueling and games. This isn't games. I what miss the structure of it. I miss like having a board with a grid, and then you can move your capsule a certain amount, and like the, the mechanics actually matter. Like, remember when this was all about gaming and games? I'm honestly surprised. I thought you guys just didn't really care about the duels. I, I mean, I didn't used duels. to, but now I miss them. You never know what you got till it's gone. I know. Don't it always seem know. to go? Please bring it back. Please. Mr. Takahashi, please, can I have some more? I think the next very important point is that uh, Alexander the Great uh, is in, gets in a big mech now. Yugi's like, all right, I'll summon my armor. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got some armor? How about a giant fucking robot? You got one of those? <laughs> you are like a little baby. Watch this. Um. So I, I guess this is par armor, technically, and not a mech. Although I don't know what the difference is. I don't think there is one. Yugi's in a mobile suit. Alexander's in mobile armor. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and everyone fights each other. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it, it's it's just it's just a big fight. It's so hard. I was watching this last night, and I was just like really really wired because I was like had finished up a week long stint of pet sitting, so I was so happy to be back in my own room that I was just like very very energized and just like. Watching this fight, it, I felt like I was Bruno in the first fight against Jorna, where like everything's going so fast, and I like can't <laughs> just like focus on it at all. It's just everything happens so much. Yeah, everything. I had to rewatch it yeah. because I was like, "What is going on?" There's nothing happening, but there's so much happening. The one thing I remember is that Taya does a very clever thing, and then I've got written down she references Eminem. She oh yes, my god! She I'm does. so glad what that you got say? this. I can't remember. She says, "Well." So, like, one of the monsters, like, splits into five, and, like, she says, Will the real monster please stand up or something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will the real demon please blow up? Yeah. It's, and it's, she shoots a fireball at them all. She, 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 she like, yeah, her, her Taya's trick is that she, she like, throws light into the air, and, like, only the real one casts a shadow, so she yeets it away. It's just, like, damn, four kids, this really was written in 2004 or whatever. Yeah. Also, it's worth like I've written down that Taya is fighting the girl one because she's also a girl. Yeah. You simply gotta. Of course. You simply gotta. 
Um, Them's the rules. I, I will say. Mm-hmm. I, I was just gonna say. I, I will say it is a little bit refreshing to see a girl on girl fight that's not over a boy like it always has been before. Ah, anime. That is true. Um, but yeah, there's kind of like the like out of Alexander's goons. There's like there's a girl one, there's an old one, and then there's like two guys. One of which is like kind of a twink, and the other which is kind of a twunk. Um, yeah, the first four Fire Emblem characters you ever meet in the game. <laughs> uh, and and then after a bunch of fighting, Alexander gets out. It's called like what the Seven Armed Beast. The seven. The seven armed fiend. I think it was the seven armed fiend. I've got oh. handhead ape man written down here. <laughs> yes. Well, you're the one who took notes. <laughs> it's so it's so... handhead ape man Cordor. Yeah. Um, but to get handhead ape man Cordor, he has to sacrifice his um friends. So this big giant handhead ape man comes out with seven arms, and Joey says the best line. Uh, which he says, oh, you think you're so tough just because you've got 35 fingers, which yeah. confirms that Joey is still smart because he did math in his head real quick. <laughs> he ate the fruit. It continued. His his brain is still swollen. He's, it's confirmed. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. In my notes, I put this as bullshit. Joey doesn't math. But you know what? The apple makes sense. Yeah. He's smart now. He's, s- He's smarter smart. Joey. Smarter Joey Smarter theory. Joey theory. Here's my problem with this, <laughs> though. So... Seven Arm Fiend. This it, it looks like a Wolfman from Bloodborne. It has six arms, and I'm looking at first. You see it from a distance. And I'm like, "Where's the seventh arm?" Of course, its face is like on the palm of a hand that's resting atop its neck, and its head is a hand. Is a neck an arm? I guess. Guess it is. Damn. It, it can be if it's a really long neck. Yeah. What if you had seven elbows in your arm? Would that be a neck? Because the neck has seven joints. Oh. It's my bone knowledge for the day. I'm, I'm getting, like, visual in my mind body horror right now. Thank you. I don't like to think about it. It's incredible. <laughs> Damn, he a monster and he got seven elbows? <laughs> so there's, there's just attacks and fights and stuff. I've just I've just gone on a small rant about how I, I miss gaming, which I never uh, thought I'd do. Is, is it because Grandpa starts talking about, well, in the board game, it's a practically indestructible monster. It's like the board game, Grandpa. Can we please do that instead? Uh, yeah. There's a thing about how, like, each arm has its own powers. And, like, one of them summons a bunch of, like, skeletons to fight Grandpa. Grandpa beats them. And <laughs> yeah. then another one brings the skeletons back. Yeah. This guy, like, this monster is armed to the teeth. Hey, 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 um, hey, do hey, yes. do, 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 do people think we didn't get to see all of the hand arm powers? Do you think that the power of, of one of the arms, do you think the power is, is to Say jack it. it? Is Do you think it's a jacket? <laughs> I mean, all, every arm has that power if you think about it. Damn, Wait, no, it's that's true. the head. That's the head. That's the head's power. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Sorry, is this a monster oh, that damn. gives head? It 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 cut out all of its ribs so oh, it wait, can do sorry. that. Oh, stop, 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 stop. Happy weed minute. Happy, happy weed happy, minute. Happy across the hey, pond weed minute. minute. Crikey. Sorry, I just got very excited. No, um, I... Please, anything to, talk, to, to erase from my mind the image of handhead Jackman. Yeah, Grandpa gets fireballed and dies. He dies. He doesn't show up again. Yeah, my notes say Grandpa fucking died. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I mean, he did die. three other monsters also died. 
With Charizard, Lydred, and Pinkball died instead. The, th- the three shittiest ones. The, well, then, you get saved by Team Baby. I, I felt a single emotion. I felt an emotion at this, because they were the three original ones. I do, I do care about the minion. I care about Baby Dragon, and it's like stacked pecs and abs. <laughs> I hear Baby Dragon has an eight pack. That's one ripped baby. I hear Baby Dragon is Shred It. Shred It? Did, did y'all catch after um, they do more fighting and like Flame Swordsman beefs it next and Joey like runs up to it and like holds it in his arms as it dies and then like he says like thank you friend I'll never forget you or whatever and Flame Swordsman looks at him and cracks a smile and fades away. It was like, yeah. hello? I've got, I've got written down that Flame Swordsman has all my eyes and is just like it very does. gentle and like he's got the all my eyes and he's just Sword. like... Flame Sword says Watashi ga kita. Top 10 anime deaths. <laughs> God. No. Top 10 saddest uh, anime deaths. Um, so basically the episode kind of ends. There's the arm of clairvoyance that is like doing clairvoyance and like stopping them from attacking. I was like watching this. I was like, oh, are my clairvoyance? Oh, are they going to do the same thing that they did to like defeat Pegasus's clairvoyance? No, they do something completely different. Well, I, I be... The thing they do is actually genuinely really, really cool, though. It is very cool, but I was, like, let down because I thought they were just going to be like, oh, we've done this before, and then just, like, and, like, do the thing. But, uh, yeah, what did they do? So, like, he has... They they have Alexander go into Yami's mind, which is an endless maze, so, like, that just sort of fucks him up. Like, oh my god, there's too much brain here. I can't parse it all. Brain too big. The, your brain is too full of angles and stares. Too many thoughts, head full. <laughs> too many thoughts, head full. <laughs> I genuinely thought that like their original plan was going to have like Joey do it because Joey is the dumb one. But then I remember he ate the fruit, so he's not the dumb one anymore. I guess yeah. it's Tristan. Hang on, hey, hey. Um, so Alexander the Great goes into to Yami's mind and he's all scared by the, the labyrinth. And Yugi's mm-hmm. like, hey, bro, I warned you about stairs. Hey, okay. Hey, it just keeps okay. happening. It yeah. does keep happening. Um, and yeah, that defeats the handhead arm ape. And, you know, Alexander the Great, he's completely armless now. Hey, he's been disarmed. He's been disarmed. And then Yami, Yami says, yo, come off that robot. Fight me, IRL coward. Yeah. And that's 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 at the first episode. <laughs> come to the come to the Fire Emblem Battle Arena parking lot in the next five minutes for an ass kicking. Meet me in the Garagmak parking lot in the next five minutes. <laughs> oh my god! Can you just imagine? Like, I don't know if this is like high school culture in the UK, but like we would always just hang out in the morning in the parking lot before school. I love to imagine like all of the three houses students just chilling with like their cars in a parking lot. Uh, Max. Um, oh, hell yeah. I just want to let you know that the driving age in the UK is like 17 and no one really right, actually learns to drive until they're 18. So like no one drives to school. Schools don't have parking lots. Sorry. Damn, I wish that were me. I got, a, I got a car like six months before I graduated school and I was the only person I knew with a car. And that was just because I live in the middle of nowhere that had no buses. Everywhere else has buses. It's great. I love buses. Buses are pretty good. You know what's cool? Public transportation. I was going to say public transportation, but Queens of Games is also cool. So, Jake, uh, you're our guest. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, 
So lately I have been uh, playing Horizon Zero Dawn for the first time. Oh, the one with the cars. Yeah. Oh my god. For- Forza Motorsport Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Sorry, I. It's a bit for me now. Carry on. Tell me about the cool dinosaurs. Other <laughs> yes. dinosaurs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So like, it was on clearance at where my brother worked, nice. and he just sent me a message one day, and he was like, "Hey, I bought you a game." <laughs> and so I, uh, I was never actually going to buy it and play it myself, but now that he got it for me, I fell in love with it. It's. I. I'm terrible though. <laughs> I'm no good at sneaking or stealth in any game, mm-hmm. so I put it on baby easy mode so I can just run up and hit everything with my stick. Yeah, like in that's, real life. That's a very, yeah. a very valid and good way to play. Have you gotten the um the tear blaster yet? I don't know how early on. There's a weapon that basically doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but it just like completely like yeets armor plating away from the machines. Oh yeah, it's on like the sniper bow. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There was tear blast arrows. There's like a whole weapon that just does the whole damn thing for you. But like tear blast is oh, tear blast is like the best thing to do in combat, basically, because that just like exposes all their weak points and bits and bobs. Yeah, I've been I've been using the tear blast arrows, and they are um, they are making me think maybe I can put it on not baby mode difficulty anymore. Ooh. It's like it's like your rockly ankle weights. Yes. <laughs> um. Other than that, I am, uh, I, I have not done, like, any of the story. I'm just running around doing whatever, mm-hmm. and it's a blast. There's just so much to do. It's a very, it's a strikingly beautiful game. Like, it's just, just the environments of it. I remember that game was one of the first games in recent memory that I really went ham with photo mode during. Like, I would just, like, save them there's all. There's a the photo mode? There, oh, my friend, there's a photo mode. Hmm. Oh shit! I think I think you just hit start to access it, like options or whatever. But like, it's a pretty robust photo mode. You can do like facial expressions and poses and stuff. You can make Aloy. Oh, damn. You can make Aloy do the pose where she's like on her stomach and like has her her head like cradled in her hands and her legs kicked up behind her. That's my favorite one to do. Because <laughs> you can do that. Oh my god! You can do that in the middle of combat. So like, <laughs> there'll be there'll be machines like with the red eyes ready to attack her, and she's just like just chilling. <laughs> Max, my friend, you have opened up so much of this game to me. I'll later today. I'll go. I'll boot my PlayStation see if I can find some of my old photos. Because like, game good. Game I'll good. I'll send you a PlayStation friends request. Yeah, Max. So we can Max just send each other goofy funnies. Yes. But first, let me take a selfie. Funnies. But first, um, Max, why don't you go next? I okay, okay, okay. I'll go next. I wanna go. I'll go next. <laughs> wow, who said that? That was weird. My voice has been cracking so much lately. It's very enjoying. It's I'm enjoying it. Thank you. Um, I've been playing a video game called Crosscode. Um, Sarah H. Kip, she is like the disciple of this game, like spreading the good news of it nonstop. And I, I it just came out on Switch like on Friday mm-hmm. on all consoles. I think it's a sort of top down three quarters view. Um, Game inspired by Super NES RPGs like Chrono Trigger, like Link to the Past. Um, it, it's all sprite work. It's a sort of action RPG. You know, you combat. You can like you can shoot your balls. You can attack with your fists. You can dash around. It's it's the the plot of it is like it's an isekai where you're on this world called Shadoon, and it's a real place. It's you know what it is. It's the plot of Avatar, the blue mm-hmm. pure, the blue the blue person, not not oh, the, okay, uh, not the good er, not one. The, 
Not the not the good one. The one that I've seen four times in Spanish class every single year of high school. Um, okay. I have, the one that we're definitely, totally, absolutely supposed to get sequels for. Definitely. Gonna uh-huh. There's going to be seven Avatar movies. I don't get it. It's not good. I'll believe it when I fucking see it. And I will never see it. So I will yeah, never believe it. Jimmy Cams, make it happen. Um, but yeah, the, the plot is Avatar, where it's a real world and you're using you're in the bodies of... They literally call them Avatars. Um, which is which is like to be fair an online thing like it wasn't from Avatar it's you know an avatar of yourself but you're I mean like, there's nothing to say that Avatar Avatar the Last Airbender isn't also all online the whole time you know when they release the live action TV so it's going to turn out to have been an isekai the whole time yeah oh, this, I like Dragon Quest this, this, this is my ah. thesis hey that movie's good as hell okay I'm I, oh my god I'm yeah. the defender of Dragon Quest your story or whatever anyway oh um, fuck fuck I thought you were talking about Avatar the last Airbender movie I was about to hang <laughs> on oh, no. oh my god okay um Carry real, real on. quick real quick Katie just watched um all of Avatar and then she texted me a couple of days after she finished saying Avatar or Netflix has the live action movie and I say it's Katie <laughs> do not <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, it's like you're solving this mystery of this, like, sort of, it's like a Shadoon's a moon of some planet that you're exploring, and you're like, you have to use the avatars to solve the mystery, because when humans go there and try to do it, the planet, like, the temples fight back, or whatever, this, like, ancient technology. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, the story hasn't really gone any cool places yet, but I know it will. Um, but it's just, mm-hmm. like, really, the puzzles in the game are really cool. It's, like, genuinely, like, as good as the best Zelda dungeons of that era. Um, oh, music's damn. great. The pixel art is just, mwah, I love good pixel art. It's just a really fun time. It's only 20 bucks, too, hmm. which is like a steal, considering Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima come out next week, and I might get both in the same day, because I'm in shambles. That's my thing. Max, Game's good. please play Bug Fables. I'm begging you. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I just go outside and play Bug Fables in real life, because they just like to land on me. Cool. Oh, my God, Max. The other day, I saw, like, a seven-inch slug, and I thought about you. Oh, slugs or bugs? Uh, well, wait, did, are you asking me what I said? What? No, I just said slugs or bugs. Oh, okay. I thought you were like slugs or bugs. Like I had to choose between them. Oh no 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 no. The <laughs> okay. definition of the definition of bug, much like the definition of, of car and robot, is very very vague and can be applied to almost anything if you really try. Yeah, I just I just want you to know that I saw a big slug and I thought of you. Don, what you have you been playing? Genuinely warms my heart. Uh, I've been playing. Well, I've been working a lot lately, so I've been going back uh, to getting one that paper. I've been going back to one game that. Uh, I, I find very easy to pick up and put down that I recently acquired. It's Splatoon 2, or Splatoon. Splatoon! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a game where you... It's a game about being a squid and a kid at the same time. You, you do, like, multiplayer matches where you, like, spray down the map with your... With, like, ink guns. Uh, so you're a kid. Yes. Wait, but you're a squid now. Yes. So you're a squid. You're yes. a kid. You're uh-huh. a squid? You're a kid. And you're a, a squid? Yeah. And a squid. Yeah. You're a squid. Yeah. <laughs> it's reverse Mario Sunshine is what it is. <laughs> um, oh, man. Dan, I'm so bummed that you didn't get... The, well, yeah, I know you didn't have a Switch like on launch when Splatoon came out, but like that first Splat test... Well, the first one was before the game came out. It was like a weekend event. But like the first Splatfest was ketchup versus mayonnaise. Let me yeah, tell you. I'm aware. Be, being on Team Mayonnaise was a good yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was I've heard the stories and how it was appropriately colored based on which team you picked. Oh yep. Oh no. It was very appropriate. <sighs> I think mayonnaise actually won that one, and rightfully it should, because mayonnaise is the best condiment. 
Hmm. Disagree, cool. but okay. Uh, who was I? But yeah, I've been playing Splatoon 2. It's very fun. It's very easy to pick up and put down. I've also been playing, like, the single-player campaign, which is basically a puzzle platformer. I'm trying to get used to the whole gyro control thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I might start using it in TV mode. Maybe that'll be easier to wrap my head around. Yeah, that's I, I, I'm the exact same way. Playing it handheld, gyro is just very hard because the screen just goes away really quickly. Um, on TV mode, though, it's a lot better, I'd say. All right, cool. Uh, also, I, ju- ju- just just my onion, the best weapons are the rollers or the NES zapper. Yeah, I've been playing the, with the roller lately, and it's really fun. Uh, oh my god, I love the roller. Yeah. S- Sarah, the roller weapon in Splatoon is literally just like a gigantic paint roller, and you can like one-shot anyone if you run them over with it. Oh, like in real life. Yeah. Like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Road roller da! <laughs> it is Road roller da. <laughs> What if Dio Stancry what if, what if, what if Stan was Kids Quid, Kids Quid, Kids Quid? Kids Quid, Kids Quid! I have not been playing any video games since like three months ago. You know, Sephiroth is there waiting for me. <laughs> I wonder what happened. Yeah, I don't know. He, but he laid a stinky egg inside a cloud and it's going to hatch one day, but I'll, I'll get to back to it eventually. For now, I've just Jesus. been doing um, some. T- <laughs> That's what happens! I know! That's my theory. I know it's right. <laughs> you spoiled yourself. <laughs> um, it's got enough. What else could have happened? This big egg. Um, so um, yeah. Oh, yes. I just wanted to talk about because I I I picked up Blades in the Dark, which was a game which I downloaded Ooh. legally for definitely legally like last year, a few years ago, and like looked over and played. Um, uh, but I also saw that in the itch bundle for racial justice and equality also includes Blades in the Dark. So now I officially own that game legally and I'm allowed to admit to having played it. Um, and I ran character creation for, uh, my players, uh, this week. And just this, this was reminded to me because someone, I think Jake, you said Rockley ankle weights. And I have I said, realized. I said Rockley ankle weights. Sorry, Max. Max said Rockley ankle weights, and I have realized that D&D is the Rockley ankle weights of tabletop role-playing games. Yes! It's because true. Because you're so bad. And you switch to another game, and you're like, oh my god, this is so easy. I'm having so much fun because I'm not playing fucking D&D anymore. Oh my god. D&D is a bad system! Like, it's ge- genuinely, I was like, I'll put up with this because these people want to play it and I get to meet up in real life. And then eventually, kind of because I was a bit of a, a mean DM and made them do all the rules, I was like, no, 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 this is in the rules. We have to do it. No, they hate TNT. It's all according to Kekaku. Um, so now <laughs> we're playing Blades in the Dark and they're having lots of fun. Uh, and that's the game I've been playing. DM stands for damn mean. Yeah. <laughs> But GM stands for good mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm their good mate. Um, so speaking of queens of games, of games, who are the queens? Well, these are the queens. We don't have any $10 patrons. I have no names to shout out. Hey, do you want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh again? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Episode 26, The True King Part 2. We should note for just for listeners that uh, we are recording these a week in advance and the Patreon hasn't actually gone up. Well, yeah. to the public, I yeah. The it's... reason we have any don't have any patrons isn't because no one wanted to sign up to our Patreon. No one knows about it yet. 
Yeah. I'm sure that when they will, we'll just get the money come rolling in. Yeah. We'll get that cash. Episode two is called whatever episode one was called part two, I'm guessing. The True King part two. Yep. Um, so yeah, the only thing left on the field is the big, uh, mech, sorry, the big mobile armor. Um, now that the arms, arms ape is gone, the goons are like back. Um, they're, they're back and they're looking now. pissed off that they had to be sacrificed. Um, some stuff happens and I didn't really write it down, but then like the funniest fucking thing in these <laughs> entire episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, we're, to start off, Yami does some flips and gets up really close to the mech, and he's like, aha, now that I'm close to you, you're vulnerable. And does anyone else want to take this? It's so good. Yeah, so Yami, you know, he does a sneak attack, he tries to slash at Alex, and Alex's like, hmm, not so. How about this? And then he <laughs> he presses spacebar in his MacBook and says, let's open up the fucking pit. And then we're at an EDM <laughs> concert because it's just like a trillion billion lasers pop out of reshell. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> like, whenever he yelled, activate omnidirectional laser assault, I literally had to pause the episode and just like wet myself for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny! As in, I was laughing, so I'm beating oh. myself, but I didn't literally beat myself. Um, okay. I'm glad to know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Don. <laughs> For five minutes straight. Okay. But did y'all catch? So, okay, this part made me like, I, I this. you had to pause during this, I had to pause about ten seconds <laughs> later. Like, I've Be- also written on this. God! <laughs> Because what happens is he gets blasted away by the lasers. He has to fly away. And then we see a magician of black chaos carrying Yami away. <laughs> Yami says in a normal voice, not Yami voice, the voice actor's normal human voice. Sorry, slight miscalculation on my part. <laughs> in a normal human voice. Did he forget to do Yami voice? Thanks, I think Dan they Green. were like, happened? Hi, you have to make the pharaoh sound embarrassed. And Dan Green is like, well, I guess that's just my normal voice. Dan Green, you can't just slip out of the voice. <laughs> Daniel Dan Green, Green. Like, that doesn't the exist. The fourth wall needs to remain up and intact. <sighs> oh, the problem is embarrassed Pharaoh just doesn't exist, and he didn't know how to do it, so he's just like Meh. He's like Yami would never say this, so I'm gonna say it instead. Yami Yami said it, he was trying to imitate his um, his 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 other friend's normal voices. <laughs> <laughs> He's just it so just, like, sorry, slight miscalculation on my part. I watched this part like five times. <laughs> it really like good. burned a hole into my brain. It's like, honestly, these the two things made the whole episode worth it. Like yep, the yep. whole arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the bugs for me during the Labyrinth episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so... Fight, fight, fight. Boom, boom, boom. Then he actually does find a weak spot in the armor and like attacks the uh, mobile armor mm-hmm. um, Alexander is like oh oh, you've attacked me I'm gonna do something meaner which kind of describes the entire fight really um, he makes the goons at first I thought the goons turned into orbs but I think it was their monsters turned it into was glowing their monsters. orbs and then he, the glowing he, he orbs them. go into the mobile armor and it can fly now also it, this is actually genuinely very cool. The big robot's fists have rockets on the end of them, and he can do like a zoom punch. And then, uh, hey, what episode of Gundam have you watched, Max? Um, <laughs> episode 
33 was my last one, I think. I okay. know that I um, know that Gundams later on get Rocket Fists, though, because I have very, seen bits of other series. It's, 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 the I've, I've, yeah, I've got Just Like Gundam, episode 35, written down here. I'm, um, oh, God. I'm watching it today, so. Mm, and this, yeah. this, oh, yeah, this also drains the life out of Alexander's goons. Yeah, they all get they all get bone hurting disease. They all clutch yeah. their heart like the stock photo of the old guy having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Um Yami is like Alexander, I see you're not drinking your subject respecting juice. <laughs> Alexander says kindness and respects are for weenies. Yeah, he's like the purpose of a king is to exploit his subjects. And honestly, Alexander's right about this. Like that's what kings do. Yami says that the only thing that can beat an evil king is a good king. <laughs> a good king with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. Uh, and then he gets punched by the giant rocket fist. Um, yep. What else? It's cool. I don't know. Reshef is neat. Um, <laughs> it is like it is cool. Al- Alexander fires the big Ozma ball. He like. It's the the one in the middle, or like he like puts the hands together and like makes a big rainbow ball. He fires it, and this is kind of like the whole Pegasus thing, where it's a manifestation of their friendship or what have you, because they all they all block it. Yeah, there's like a very like it's kind of like a very long extended and like overblown sequence where Alexander is like, "Your friends suck," and Yami's like, "No, friends rule." Um, in the way of shutting on my. If they're a friend, they're a thought. All friends are queens. <laughs> and, and, and Joey's Joey's like, hey, you maybe he's got a point. Just forget about us. You just <laughs> say, like, hey, maybe- forget about us. Forget about it. So, so, hey, maybe he's got a point. Just Grandpa says, I'm about to die anyway. Let just let me take it. Oh, although actually, what was really no keep going, Max. You had it. You had the thing. Uh oh, what what with like the ball when they all all their monsters do the thing. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about how uh, Yami like is like I've got to protect my friends, so he takes off his armor and summons all his capsule monsters and makes all the ones protect his friends. But then Karibo stays, and Karibo's like, oh, "No, right, I'm Karibo, yeah. and I'm going to protect Kiki. you, Yami." And I like to uh, see it. Karibo was really good in this episode. Freaking Kino Thomas, soulless, and I will defend you. It's good. It's friendship, you know. Yeah. And then he yells Yu-Gi-Oh in reverse. And God, goes I, back into Yugi. I hate when he does that. <laughs> I love it. It's so, it's so It much. just immediately, like, I mean, I, I know I'm saying it breaks my suspension of disbelief after having Dan Green talk in normal voice and an EDM concert happens. But then, like, when he says the name of the show, I'm like, all right, well, that's a little bit much, don't you think? I quite, I, I genuinely, I quite like it because it's just, just really stupid. But but I, I I like it because it's like, oh, what we re- need right now is a baby. We, now more than ever, this will heal America. We need a babby. <laughs> we need a babby. <laughs> and the, because then that means whenever Alexander casts his biggest fireball ever, which like destroys the entire universe, he's firing it on Lil Yugi instead of like slightly larger Yami. Yeah, slightly larger. Two feet Yami taller theory. Yami. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he does the ball. He fires it. All the monsters are protecting each other, and then. They, he, he does, he yells, you, you, all the monsters combine. He's just, it's just Omega Mon. They all combine. He gets cool armor. He has like a dragon head on one arm and like a knife arm on the other. This is like, hey, speaking of, remember how you were talking about Avatar, the last airbender, the good TV show? The oh, good Avatar yeah. TV show? You know that episode where 
Uh, they go to the. There's like a Fire Nation guy who's going to teach Sokka how to sword. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh... And they 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 also go to like a shop or something, and then Ang tries on this the fucking ridiculous armor. Yeah. Yes. This is that armor. It's that. It looks bad. <laughs> it looks. He has giant dragon claw feet. Because the point, it's a mess. I, I was I remember reading the Avatar like the Last Airbender art book, and they had like a little note about this armor. They were like, "Yeah, we designed this to really kind of take the piss out of like anime over designed armor." Oh, good. Oh, delightful. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, that oh, is we, amazing." We hate like all this overcomplicated anime armor so much, so we designed this specifically to make Ang look stupid, and then like Yugi just looks like that. Yeah. 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 It's so bad. It's, it's like the equivalent of Kaiba's big suit. It's Yami Big Armor. Yami Big Armor. <laughs> you may find yourself. This is some fucking wow, wow uh, level six. It stuff. really is. It really Ooh, is. Yeah. Yami's like, I grinded in raids for three days for this armor, and damn it, if I'm not gonna use it. Yeah, but <laughs> then also at the same time, I'm kind of into it because the armor is made out of every single monster ever, and like the fact that he's gotten this armor like proves that the power of friendship matters, and like that the that the individual power, no matter how strong, is absolutely nothing compared to the power of the collective. And I'm like, I, I like I do I, I enjoy what this means, if, even if I don't yeah. like to look at it. That's the thing. I would like the armor so much more if it was actually Omegamon, in that like you could see the individual monsters that comprise it, mm-hmm. like. I mean, Omega Mon's just two mm. Digimon, but, like, Kameramon is, like, ten different ones. You can see all their bits on it. So, like, I want him to have, like, a Kuribo helmet. I want him to have the weird boxing glove from, like, Tristan's just absolute horrendous nightmare creature. Like, <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool to me. God, I'd love a Kuribo helmet, because it would just... It would be, like, a wig. It would just be a wig, is the thing. It would be It'd a... Be a wig it would feet. be a took. Like, it, like, Canadian... It would be a took. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Kuribo took. Um, He's just strong now, though. Like, he can, like, wait, hand wave away a giant energy blast like Ultra Instinct Goku. He says Dragon Force attack, and then at that point, you hear through the fire and flame start playing. Hey! <laughs> um, yeah, he punches a hole through the 100-meter-tall robot. He punches with the knife arm. He kind of stabs Alexander. Kind of stabs Alexander. I do like to see... Yami Yugi taking these anti-monarchist actions. I have the words anti-monarchist king written in my notes, which I know is a little bit of an oxymoron, but hey. Yeah, I'm, I there's there, there, there's some math equations floating around my head right now about that. Yeah, I'm sure Joey could do that math, but we're not all smart like Joey. I need to I need to find his fruit and take a bite. Um, and that's the end of Alexander the Not So Great. Oh, burn his ass. Yeah. They go back to space. Space. This part. This part cracked me. The one place not tainted by Alexander the Great, where space. no monarchs are. Yeah. And so this. Well, it is the final frontier. That's true. Many are saying, and this part just killed me too because Shadi's like, "Oh, you win. You get the power." And Yami says he doesn't need it, and Shadi says, "I know." He's like, the paradox is that the king with the power to unite mankind is able to do so without it. And then he just leaves and that's it. It's, it is extremely funny, but I also, I do quite like bullshit like this, where it's like, oh, you can have this thing, but only if you don't need it. I, I like, I kind of like that kind of bullshit when it shows up in fucking stories. It's a nice lesson. Like, it's, it's a very quotable line, you know? 
Yeah, like when I see it, I like point at the screen like Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> hey, that's thing. friendship. Um, but yeah, then they leave space. They mm-hmm. wake up in Pyramid. Um, yeah, they wake up in Pyramid. Alexander, the actually pretty good, is here. Joey is like, oh my god, a ghost! A ghost? Yeah. Um, Alexander and Yami do the bro handshake meme, and on the handshake it's written, sat on the throne of Egypt. Okay, so b- b- before <laughs> that happens, though, did you catch Taya's no. weird-ass line? Please tell it to me. Because you, Joey's like, it's a g- 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 ghost. And Taya says, considering he was born in 356 BC, it doesn't exactly come as a surprise to me. How yeah. do you know that? She knows uh, facts. She, we established this. She's a high school student. She took history. She's the only one that pays attention in class. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I didn't learn Alexander the Great's birthday when I was when I was <laughs> in high school. Alexander the birthday. <laughs> that's what they call him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. That's, that's stupid. I love it. <laughs> yeah. While you were out there playing capsule monsters. I was studying the birthday. I was having my birthday party. <laughs> Here, she listens to Selena Gomez. God. And it, yeah, and then we see Alexander the Great wearing a culturally appropriative Egyptian pharaoh outfit. Yeah. It was a little weird to see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It does sound kind of like what happened whenever people came in and was like, I'm going to rule this nation. And then you're like, I'm also going to put on their clothes in order to make them real it to me. Like, it's a thing. Um, yeah. I wonder if there's going to be, like, a segment of the show where you sort of learn about that kind of stuff. Yeah, there might be. Um, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I really looked up to you when I was ruling Egypt. Bro, I kinned you so hard. And then he leaves. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves, and everyone's like, oh, cool, that was blah, blah, blah. And then there's immediately an earthquake. And then there's an earthquake, and you think for, like, a second that, like, the episode is going to go on for, like, another ten minutes while they try to skip this pyramid, but no, no, like, then it just immediately cuts to them being outside the pyramid, and the pyramid is sinking, and they're like, oh, bye. It's just fine. The pyramid's gone now. Like, why does they- anything happen in this arc? Just things happen, and none of them mean anything. It's they not- burned all their animation budget making Yami's cool armor, so they're like, okay, we can't make the pyramid collapse, we just have to, like, cut away from it, I'm sorry. Yeah, I... And yeah, Dr. Alex Brisbane is okay now. There's some rescue guys, and they're like, oh, hey, and then there's a helicopter, and they go home. Okay, they're not just some rescue guys, though, because they were. it was Chekhov's airplane pilots. Because they, like, come oh. out and they say, hey, were you in the airplane an hour ago? Because this okay. all happens in the span of an hour, because time dilation. And I it's was- like, wow. Genuinely wondering die. who the fuck these were, because I had no idea. I don't know how they got the helicopter, though. I will never find out. I don't care to. I mean, I guess it flies. They're like, weren't there supposed to be four of you? <laughs> yeah, I guess because they're they're carrying Grandpa and Alex, whatever. And Grandpa just keeps <laughs> winking. He's like four, six, and I same didn't number. Like it. I can't count. I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> That's not a number. <laughs> I didn't just count. And then the last line is so funny, too, because they're flying away in the sunset. It's a beautiful oh, shot. God. Joey says, so do you think there will ever be a day when we get to hang out without having to save the world? And then they fucking say, nah, in fucking unison. Yeah. <laughs> With the frizz? No way. Hell nah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's episode. Rest in piss, dub. Rest in piss, dub. <laughs> says you. 
Says me. Yeah, Says I mean, me look, too. It's it's my bit at this point. I get to, I I don't know if there's going to be like any more dub content really. Uh, I'll watch it. I'll go along with it. I, I don't know I if there's anything dub exclusive it, per se. Uh, like I guess, there there is not. I mean, maybe maybe we'll do like a spinoff at some point. We'll watch some dub shows. Give us give us money. We'll do it. I mean, yeah. Is the only thing that I can really see being dub exclusive is, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh! movies, and that's more of circumstance than, like, actually doing it. Because, like, we'll probably be watching it together, and... We will be watching the sub of Dark Side of Dimension. Yeah, we so. did make this deal. All right. It's the deal. It's the blood contract. The pact has been sealed. We all we all took a knife, cut our hands, we all did a, a, a five-way handshake, so our souls are connected, and if we don't watch the sub of Dark Side of Dimensions, I think we all get cursed and die? All right. I wasn't clear on the instructions. Cool! The math checks out. Yeah. Um, I have some questions, but first, Anne, do you have a post-segment? Yeah, I've been trying to, like, I wasn't really prepared this week, but I've managed to throw together an entry in The Book of Secret Arts. I always thought that was post-edited. Nope. No, it was. Oh it God, was originally, it. and then Dan and Sarah started doing soundboard crimes. Yeah. So as a yeah. reminder, oh, the amazing. Book of Secret Arts is a section where I read from the Yu-Gi-Oh official handbook. Uh, originally, I was reading from one from like the 2000s, but I got an updated one. Uh, Time has passed, baby. I'm reading this. I've already read about Joey Wheeler, so I'm going to read about Joey's big moments. <laughs> Like Joey Wheeler, <laughs> Joey Wheeler, funny moments. Joey Wheeler, greatest hits. <laughs> Best of. Best of. Top ten, jo- top ten Joey Wheeler. Top ten saw Joey Wheeler moments. Joey wins his first tournament duel. Joey had always dreamed of being a great duelist. And with Grandpa Muto's help, he really improved his skills. When he entered the Duelist Kingdom tournament, he found himself in a battle against veteran duelist Mai Valentine. If he had lost... He would have been out of the tournament, but with the help of Yugi and the support of his friends, he beat Mai to win his first tournament duel. Joey wins Red Eyes B Dragon. <laughs> In the Duelist Kingdom tournament, Joey faced off against Rex Raptor and his dangerous dinosaur monsters. They rampaged all over Joey's monsters. Then Rex unleashed his secret weapon. Red Eyes Bee Dragon. Joey had to unlock the secrets of the Time Wizard, a card you've yet given to him, to win the duel. Joey succeeded in one Red Eyes Bee Dragon, which would become his most trusted card. Joey is possessed by Merrick. In the Battle City Tournament, Merrick Ishtar possessed Joey and forced him to battle Yugi in a deadly duel. Both duelists were chained to an anchor during the duel, and the loser would be plunged into the ocean depth. Yugi sacrificed himself and let Joey win. This heroic action broke Merrick's mind control over Joey, who awoke from Merrick's spell just in time to save his friend. Joey is chosen to fight Darts. 
Joey battled Mai again when she was working for Darts. During that duel, Joey was transported to the Dominion of Beasts. There, he pulled a sword out of a crystal stone, releasing an enormous dragon, Ermos. In doing so, he became one of those chosen to fight Darts and gain the claw of Ermos' car. And that's the entire section. I like that they skipped over the fact yeah. that Joey got struck by lightning when he fought Rashid. He's he like the Guido. Mi- he's the Guido Mista of the gang. He dies like five times. <laughs> Joey gets attacked by uncards approximately twenty percent of the time. I mean, that could be true. I was just listening to them. And I was like, these aren't so much the greatest hits as as some of these really sucked for old Joey. The only I. things he's ever really done. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I have some questions. There's. I'm gonna go to Twitter first. So, um, Ace New Song, aka Elvir, on Twitter asks If you could only wear one piece of armor, what would it be? The helmet? The left glove? Protect the abs? A knee cop? I don't know enough about armor to add more examples. Haven't watched this season, but feel free to apply to the episode if possible. So, yeah, if you can only wear if you, armor, you get one. What is it? Mm. Um. Give me some sweet pauldrons. I want to be a WoW character. Oh yeah, j- j- just those just nice, some... those nice big old shoulders. Yeah, just give me some big old pauldrons. I think. I mean, maybe like okay. Since I'm driving in my car a lot of the time, I want just like armor on my left arm, so I don't get like more tan on that side. Uh-huh. And my arms like up against the window, so I don't get like trucker arm. Okay. Okay. It's a nice functional answer, I think. The the left arm of Maximilian? It's the sexiest part of me. I mean, that works because, like, for the same reason, but I could take the right arm because different side of road. Oh! Very fair. All right. I guess I'll go with the chest plate. I like that. Uh, it's useful. I could get punched in the, in the stomach and not die. Pretty good. As as we know, Dan just walks around picking fights all the time, so it'll be good to get him some protection. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we drive him there. Yeah. Um, I think I would go for. I think I would wear. I think I would go for sabaton, just because I like sabaton. Those, those are the, po- the, the point. The pointy feet. Yeah. Feet. I just like the way they wiggle. You know, like I like mm-hmm. the 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 segmentation mm-hmm. of a good sabaton. So I would. The best quality. Their wiggles. The best quality is their wiggles. Um, my other favorite part of the armor is the elbow pieces, which I think are called polins, just because they're so weirdly designed, but they work. I'm fascinated by polins. I love armor. Um, Armor's in the replies cool. here, we've got uh, Steven Moore Marshmallow saying, "Gotta protect the sexy leg." Uh, and Elvira comes back at him with it, but it would be a shame to cover it up. So there's a sort of a follow-up question oh. from the two of them, which says, "Which is more important, showing off the sexy leg or protecting it?" Or maybe some um, kind of clear armor would be best. I was literally going to say clear armor, yeah. Oh, yeah, in Skyrim you can make glass armor. So You can you make, I mean, it's glass <laughs> in name. It's not, like, transparent. It's not transparent. Glass is, like, this, like, sort of turquoise greenish color, like, semi-translucent. It's not, like, transparent in the game. But, like, it's, like, this, like, this, this really pretty greenish blue color. Um, but, yeah, like, a nice transparent armor made out of, like, diamond. Because that's definitely functional. Let me try. I want to go with a slightly different compromise. Uh, A pair of leg armor that just really looks like that really look like a pair of sexy legs. Oh, just like perfectly molded. Yeah. (laughs) So just like Gundam. Hell yeah. Okay. Just like Gundam. 
Uh, and that's the Twitter question. Um, first one from Discord. Um, friend of the show, uh, Cass asks. First one. Oh, hey, you heard of Alexander the Great's Extremely Galaxy Brain Solution to the Gordian Knot? Yes. So, uh, so look, y'all ever had that problem? You just got to untie a really, just really, really big, really tight knot. It's like you can't really find it. No, because I know the Galaxy Brain Solution. Yeah. Well. I'm definitely not Googling Gordian Knot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. What is a knot to a big knife? Really? I cannot not. That's fair. I can un- I cannot unknot. I deeply respect the ability <laughs> to just chop a, a knot in half. Uh, listen, I- listen. He cut the knot in half and the knot turned out to be cake. Alexander the Great <laughs> cut the Gordian knot in half with his sword and it was cake all along. <laughs> it was cake. God. We've been infected. The podcast is cake. Oh no! You slice open, ca- you slice open the Millennium Puzzle, and it turns out it was cake all <laughs> it's along. It's just cake. <laughs> Wait, I, maybe that's what the Millennium Knife does. Oh my God! It tur- oh, oh God! <laughs> it, just, it just turns things into cake. Yes, that's what God. the Millennium Knife is. <laughs> Millennium cake. Uh, oh my God! Next room, Cass. You ever name five whole cities after yourself? What would you name a city? Hmm. I mean, I uh, I've played my my share of Animal Crossings. Uh, my island is named Matanui, and I also think I named a, the town I I in New Leaf Cornberg or something like that. Cornberg is it with like a K and a backwards R? No, it's it's about it's <laughs> it's just corn. Just corn. I think. Hmm. New Donk City is a pretty good name for a city, but not because of Donkey Kong, because it's like a butt. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> no, you know what I would name a city? Belfast from Gundam. <laughs> that's the full name of it. You have to say the full name. <laughs> it's like, you know how Shakespeare is from Stratford-upon-Avon? Yeah. It's the full name, Belfast from Gundam. <laughs> Hyphenated Belfast from Gundam. Yeah. I'm going to run for a city council of Belfast, and I'm going to change the name. <laughs> I'm also going to fix the sectarianism, but mainly I'm going to change the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to go with the naming the city after yourself thing, I'm going to name it New Jakeburg. And the only law is you're not allowed to ask what happened to old Jakeburg. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say the only law is that you, ca- that you cannot be named Jake. <laughs> only you. <laughs> no Jakes. Or, only me. or everyone has to be Jake. Only Jakes. Um... My other answer was I was looking up to see if there was a Ballysara somewhere in Ireland, and there isn't, but there's a Ballysala, so that's close enough. Mm. It's a fun name. Next, Pidmon. Jasmine, she asks, Hey, if you had to isekai yourself, what setting would you want to visit? That is my capital O official, capital Q question. I think I would go to Belfast from Gundam. <laughs> just, just put an Oculus Rift on your head, but you don't turn on. You just walk around Belfast in real life. <laughs> Uh, I point at things and I'm like, oh, just like Gundam. Mm -hmm. This is a tricky question because the thing about visiting a fictional world is a lot of fictional worlds have problems for the heroes to solve. Uh, Yeah, we don't want that. But luckily Belfast from Gundam has no problems. Can I go to Animal Crossing and just live on a nice island? That's the thing. That's like, I feel like that's the correct answer if ever there was one. That or like Pokemon. Like, 
Come on. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Poke- Pokemon. I'm going to put one for, st- take one step further. Uh, use an official Pokemon example and be a Pokemon in the world of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. God, it really it is an isekai, isn't it? Because the thing is, Hell yeah. the thing about isekaiing yourself is that it kind of everyone that gets isekaiing has to end up solving all the problems in the world, so that it always kind of sucks. Unless solving the problems is cool, like in Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's Pokemon. Like, because like solving problems in Pokemon is the exact same thing as just living in the world, because you just get Pokemon, get friends, and hang out with them. Yeah, that's not pretty I good. I like to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next, from Flutter Dark, they ask, if you could have picked another antagonist for Mokuba. this arc, who isn't Mokuba, <laughs> who would it have been and why? Can I go with the historical figure I just learned about? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, yesterday? So, you ever do that thing where you're just on Wikipedia and you hit random page a few times? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I learned about a guy named uh, Bolslaw the Brave. Uh huh. That's my that's that's my D and D barbarian. But go off. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I don't I didn't know anything about him except he was the king of Poland because I didn't want to read everything. But uh, I loved his name. He's he's Bolslaw the Brave. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, I, instead of, I'd swap out Alexander the Great for Bolslaw the Brave. <laughs> Bol, Bol, Bolslaw the Brave. Sounds pretty good. What if it was Coleslaw the Brave? Okay. And Captain Monstrous was just a really, really slimy arc. Uh, Actually, I'm picking the antagonist I'm picking for this arc is just Mayo the Condiment. Damn. I would pick Guy Fieri. What? What? Ooh. Because they defeat his. Well, he doesn't have an evil half in real life, but let's just assume in fiction that he does. So they defeat his evil half, and then he becomes good and just hangs out with Yu Gi Oh from then on. Okay. What if his big robot was like, like a. I don't know, what's like a big food thing? Spicy. Pizza. Pasta. Put it in a box. What if, what if it was the what? big boy from Big Boy's Burgers? Oh my god, it's Hersh's big boy. <laughs> you, you got it. Did he got it in one? Well, like three. Well, no one. I counted. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but again, Guy Fieri's not evil in real life. He has no evil side. He's the most pure, most powerful human being on Earth. Yeah, it's 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 fictional. Fictional. It's fiction. It's, it's Guy, Guy Fieri. This world is Guy Fieri is isekaiing into this world to solve all our problems. Isekai. Isekai. <laughs> hey, isekai. Isekai. Mamma mia. Isekai. <laughs> okay. Um. As far as like antagonists, I'm trying to think of fun villains, and I'm thinking. Ugh. I. I'm. I'm at a loss, but. I'm going to look at some stuff, and I'm going to say... Mr. House. Dr. Eggman. I'm sorry. Uh, d- please, Dan. It's Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Respect him. I mean, All the right. capsules are kind of eggs, so... Hmm, what if they were, like... Make what, if they were, what if they were, like, wet and stinky? Yeah, just like hmm. Sephiroth. However, just I do like, also oh really God. like your suggestion of Mr. House. Uh, yeah. I like, I like the idea of them being eggs, and you shoot them out of the capsule launcher and they just hit something and splatter they just, and the monster they just pops break. out. <laughs> you just, just got he just gotta he's gotta egg the final boss. Hey yeah if it's Mr. House the giant robot at the end could be uh, yes man. I know they're like diametrically opposed but you know in the fiction. Wait, could be who? Yes man. Oh I saw I thought you were gonna say Liberty Prime. Uh... Oh my god, yeah it would be Liberty Prime, wouldn't it? <laughs> I hate that stupid thing. Argyle asks in scheduling chat 
Since Capsule Monsters exist as a tabletop game in the world of the anime, do you think someone discovered it and remade it like Pegasus did with Duel Monsters? Was it Pegasus himself? Did he enter the floor map? Or is it pure coincidence? I... Hmm. I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna say the person who made it... Ooh. What if it was I'm like... say that's more... Th- what if it was like one of season zero's villains of the week? Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna say that... I've got nothing for this. I'd... I've got nothing for this. I started speaking and I have nothing. I'm sorry. You're valid. Did you have anything, Jake? Uh, I was just gonna say that he... I think that that is more thought than four kids put into it. God, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be Dr. Alexander Brisbane. No, he's an egghead He's academic an archaeologist. Type. No archaeologist has ever made money. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I have a friend who works in archaeology. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the answer, though. It was going to be Pegasus. Pegasus traveling the world to find games to, you know, uh, uh, what's the word, appropriate, turn into money. And he did travel to where this weird pyramid is, but he got too wine drunk one day and Croquet discovered it instead. Oh, good. I love I it. I like that. I love it. Croquet gets really something. Good. Also, I think it was Mokuba. Okay. Yeah, no, you know what? It was Mokuba. Mokuba and his uh, entrepreneurial partner that he carries around in a USB stick, <laughs> Kaiba. <laughs> he finds an ancient 2,000-year-old USB slot and plugs Noah into it. Yeah, that's, that's how he got it out. He's just like, oh, look at this. There's a little hole in this rock. It's fine. <laughs> and then Noah went in and put it. No, it went the floor map. Naya downloaded the files from the pyramid. Uh. That's the last question. Thank God we're done with capsule monsters. Hey, what if you cut the capsule open and it was cake? Hmm. Just thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I guess now we can do the thing, plugs and all that. Yeah, Jik, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> Why'd you say his name like that? Jik. 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 Because why not? Because Jik. Kick, Jik. Tick. That's um, how you say it. So I, Jake. Yes. Where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> um, Sorry, Jake. Where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Jakey Poo, and I kind of have something to plug. It probably won't be out by the time this episode comes out, mm. but uh, because Amazon keeps losing our package, those damn dirty Amazon people. Um, Jeff. They're the villain in the isekai that Guy Fieri have to defeat. There we go. (laughs) Um, uh, My wife and I are going to be starting a podcast where she reads the Artemis Fowl books for the first time. And I reread them with her. (gasps) We manifested it! It's going to be called A Podcast Most Foul. Oh. I like that uh, name. Thank you. I was very proud of it. And that should be coming out here soon. As soon as we get our Amazon package and get another microphone. Hmm. Jeff knows his secret to taking down his empire is Artemis Fowl podcast. That's why he's not delivering it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Jeff Rose right power. up to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do this again. I'm not strong enough. We can't. We can't. We can't. Um, is that all your plugs? Uh, yeah. Cool. I have been Sarah McCostumes. You can find me on the internet at Sarah McCostumes, and you can visit my dice shop called Really Big Dice on Etsy. Use the discount code Kaiba Corp for twenty one percent off. Twenty twenty, you're the dice. Twenty twenty, you're the dice. Um, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and fucking wherever else. I'm Maxie Bajillion. You can find my other podcast. Wow, 
Cool Robot, a show about Gundam, at twitter.com slash wowcoolpodcast. You can find out all about Gundam's legs. Yeah, t- tune in a couple in like a month to have Sarah on the show. Tune in a couple months after that to have Jake on the oh, show. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do, we're four, four weeks from now, Sarah. Mm. Is Zeta. I'm sweating. I'm nervous. <laughs> all right. I'm, Dan. I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my other two podcasts, which are The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic Lord podcast I do with Morg, where gearing up to record an episode on, uh, what was it again? Uh, on Archie Sonic that, uh, where, where we started getting into some of the more wild stuff. Uh, you can find me on Strangers Fiction, which I do with Cassidy and the Audio Entropy Network. Uh, I, I can, uh, you can find, I've been doing a interstitial actual play that's in development until it's finished, uh, until the campaign's finished. And you can find my art blog, uh, that's, and my Kofi and my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday, where I celebrate holidays with Usher and Xbox. Um, we have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on the internet at podofgreed.tumblr.com. You can find us on Twitter at podofgreedcast. That's where we usually shout out for questions. I don't think we've like used our Tumblr in like six months. But we I could assume delete it's the Tumblr and no one. We could delete the Tumblr and no one would know. Yeah, we probably could delete the Tumblr. Um, and you can visit kaiba.online to join our Discord or either see a cool website in which you will find a link to our Discord there. Uh, we are also. As of last, as of two weeks ago, on the noisespace.xyz podcast network, in which all of uh, Matt GameCube's Cube's friends come in with a big podcast to celebrate. You can find podcasts such as everyone name a podcast. Kid Nation Nation, the real one, and also I just started the listening to it. Holy shit, it is so good. <laughs> uh, giant, they got giants confirmed if you're a fan of they might be giants if you want to confirm those giants you can go to giants confirm yeah no, noisebase.xyz many are saying it's the only podcast network the only one the only one officially sponsored by Kybercorp. <laughs> the only one officially sponsored by GameCube <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's the transitive property since we're sponsored by Kybercorp, everything on noisebase is now yeah yeah uh, I get, yeah. they're sponsored by GameCube but the Matt GameCube and not the GameCube yeah. Uh, and we are also, as of last week, on Patreon. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash POD of greed. On our Patreon, you can join at the $2 per, le- per month level uh, to get our bonus content RSS feed. You can join at $5 a month uh, to vote on the things that we cover and to get shoutouts and special role in the Discord. And if you join at the $10 per month level, we will do all of that that we just mentioned and... We will send you a special goodie package of physical products and things uh, once per year. Once per year. We'll elaborate more on that later. Hey, look, <laughs> I've, it's elaborated on the Patreon. You can go there to find out more about it. Oh, and also if you join at the $13,200 per month tier, you could be Seto Kaiba. Yeah. But you have to be Seto Kaiba to do it. Only Seto Kaiba can do that. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like the shabby paradox at the end of this episode where, like, in order to do it, you have to be Seto Kaiba in the first place, which makes you Seto Kaiba. So it's a fun paradox. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I set myself okay. ass up. <laughs> Goodbye. I set myself face down in the. I set myself face down in the middle of the club while the EDM laser lights are going on around me. <laughs> I took I took way too much Molly. God. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Peach. Bye. Thanking you for listening, but this has been Pod of Greed, a first-rate podcast with first-rate hosts. You can catch us next time. Now, Blue Eyes, away! Yeah!